potty training. Sometimes it can be a breeze. You know who you are. And other times it can be a bit of a struggle. And other times it can be a huge struggle. Then uh, there are times where it's just something in between. So what do you do when everything else is going right, except when it's time to go number two? Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Laura. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast. We're glad you're here. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the Moms on Call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Hi, moms. My name is Caitlin. I live in Roswell, Georgia. I have two Moms on Call kiddos and love your books podcasts and resources. My question is about my about to turn three-year-old daughter. We potty trained her using the Potty by Design program when she turned two and a half and she has been doing awesome. Um, However, she refuses to go number two in the potty. She typically waits until nap time when she's in the pull-up and goes then. Do you have any advice on how we can get our little girl to go number two in the potty? Thank you. The great and awesome potty training question. Oh, (laughs) okay. All of us have been there. We have, I've done it five times. Now, did any of your kids just potty train themselves though? Because that's really frustrating when you have a kid that's hard to potty train and one of your friends is like, I don't know, they just potty train themselves. And you're like, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. I did have one of those and that was Brent, but he had four older siblings, right? He was watching and you know, he didn't have time. He didn't want to miss anything and he wanted to be just like them. So I am one of those people that you hate because we did have one. We did have one, but I had twins that I thought, oh my gosh, I'm just going to potty train these twin boys just like I did the girls. And it's just going to be super easy peasy. And we're just, it's just going to be so much fun. (laughs) Is it fun potty training twin boys? We would both know the answer to this question because we both have twin boys. No. The answer no. is no. It is no. stanky. It is. It what? is nasty. Uh, true, true <laughs> confessions here. You know, I started again with this, like, you know, I'm a pediatric nurse and I've already done this twice kind of attitude. And I started and I quickly stopped. There's nothing like, like potty training. It will retreat, humble you. Retreat, you know, <laughs> and, and, and I, I no. We stopped, and I, I know I was so traumatized. <laughs> Do you need a minute? I need a minute. Okay. <laughs> well, as you can see, you are not alone. This can be really, really frustrating for both boys and girls, and by design, We really do have some tips and tricks that we can use. So I really do encourage you to go back to your Potty by Design resource. We did a Potty by Design booty camp, which is, you know, if you have to do it in a weekend, here's a weekend or two method that, you know, we understand can be helpful for you. And then we did the 3P method, which is, you know, a little bit more 
patience and perseverance. And, you know, we just, yeah, we just um, kind of take it at their pace. Either way can be really effective. But the thing that's most important are the lessons that we are teaching them as we face this. This is really when we get a good idea of what they're looking for in life, of what design they are and what their needs are. So we can help meet that to the best of our ability. And that's what in each one of those methods we break down depending on what kind of child you have, a combination of all five of the moms on call, smart paradigm, that social movement, an engineer, rule follower, and touch. And all of them each have their own challenges with potty training and tricks with potty training that we can use by design. Now, those rule followers are typically really good at potty training. So that's, you know, what we had, you had for- Oh, yeah. For number sure. one and number two. Yes. And then. <laughs> no pun intended. I mean, your kids. <laughs> right. The, <laughs> Kid number kids, one. Yes. Kid number, number one two. and number two were absolutely rule followers. <laughs> they are still mm-hmm. rule followers as adults. Um, and and then, of course, Brent, but he was more of that engineer rule follower. Oh, absolutely. So he was, you know. <clears throat> Just as a side note, Brent is going to cure cancer in outer space. That's how smart he is. I've always said that. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's awfully cute. Too, he is super so. cute. But, you know, I think when it comes down to, to like this specific situation, Jennifer, is, you know, okay, yeah, they're, they're potty trained, but yet they're not pooping. They're holding that stool and waiting until they're alone and in their pull-up, that comfortable space mm. that they have found. And and I guess what I want our families to know is you cannot make them poop on the potty. Mm. That is freedom. That Those words are freedom. Say it again. You cannot make them poop on the potty. We cannot make them eat. We cannot make them sleep. And we cannot make them poop. And that's what I think is so eye-opening. So, you know, yes, there are some things that we can do. And and really, the truth is, she's going to figure this out. She's going to figure this out. Well, she has figured it out. This works for her. <laughs> she's smart. Good news. Your kid's brilliant. <laughs> this is working for her. Um, they just love what's familiar. And sometimes, so I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to horrify my nephew, probably. Okay, um, no names. With we'll, this story. We'll withhold the names. Yeah, yeah. You'd really have to be like one of those people that, you know, just look the stuff up on Facebook and can find <laughs> out things like the FBI doesn't know yeah. in order to find this out. But I'll tell you a story about my nephew. So they were at Home Depot and they're just shopping and he's like, you know, three and, you know, they have the toilet display toilets, like all, you know, kind of yeah. sitting like a little, like up on the little pedestal. Yeah, like on a little pedestal. Because yeah. they make so, it look like it's your bathroom. <laughs> they, they look around and he's missing for a second and then they come up on aisle seven and boy, was there having to be a cleanup on aisle seven. <laughs> he's there having to poop on the <laughs> display toilet. <laughs> That well, I you want to celebrate it like in kind of the right place, but <laughs> I see how this is confusing. <laughs> and um, yeah, so they had to go get the, you know, get the guy oh that works at Home Depot to say, yeah, clean up on oh. aisle seven. <clears throat> I said, did you think about just like jetting out? Like, right, like they'll just figure it out. Somebody <laughs> will happen upon it and be like, that is a very realistic display toilet. <laughs> <laughs> 
but no, no, they did the right thing. And, um, and so it's just about that familiarity and sometimes all that air down there, it just feels like you just don't know what's happening. It just feels too free and you don't like it. So getting them used to the process of being on the potty. And one of the things we recommend is putting potty on the schedule. Even if they don't go, we just want familiarity and you don't ask them, do you have to go? You say, oh, it's time to be on the potty. And have something fun for them to do there. Like, you know, we don't want iPads all day long. But if you have like a little iPad time there, you're playing patty cake with them there. We talk about those movement kids doing potty yoga. It's so fun. We can make it fun. You know, just do little movements with your arms and, you know, arms above your head and stretch. And then we're going to press that belly button. Let's see if the poop comes out. (laughs) And, you know, so it's just not like I'm sitting there with stress face, like waiting for you to go. Um, You know, it's just really relaxed. And we keep it in a discernible, understandable little set of accomplishments. So we sit on the potty, we poop, we flush the toilet, we wash our hands. And it goes in the same order. Every time we sit on the potty, we poop, we flush the toilet, we wash our hands. And that gives them such a great sense of security because, oh, okay, now I know what's supposed to happen. And when you're there with them, you don't have to stay for a long time. And they won't poop, you know, the first times that you do it. When they do, you got to keep your celebration to a minimum because you're social kids. We'll use that as a power play. And you want to literally have a parade. You want to call everyone you know. I mean, you just want to celebrate it so much. But what I want you to do is when they do get the poop in the potty, this is really important. You remember that movie? It was from a long time ago, Hitch. Oh, yeah. And he's trying to learn how to dance. Yeah. (laughs) He's just going crazy with it. And he's like, no, just keep it right here. Just keep it right here, like nice and subtle. That's what we want to do. And that's what we want to do as parents. We just want to act like I knew you could do it all along. And and I think that's a huge point. And I think in this, this situation, I think what we need to do is let her know that she can do it. And we're not worried about it. Yes. So, you know. And that sweet time before bedtime, that is a great opportunity to speak her name and say, I know that you're going to get that poop in the potty soon enough. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. You can poop before nap time. You can poop before nap time. Love that. Mm -hmm. Love that. And have a few of those phrases in your pocket and say them often. I'm not worried about it. Mm -hmm. You're going to get that poop in the potty. And be very purposeful. With those statements for about seven to 10 days and see what happens. Yes. And that that brings up another good point, Laura, is that we don't potty train during sleep times. So I'm not going in there. She poops in her diaper during nap time. I'm not going in there to address that. We'll address it after nap time. After nap time, we say those phrases again, like, oh, you pooped in your diaper, but you'll be able to poop before nap time. I'm not worried about it. At nighttime and nap time, sleep times are for pull-ups because they really don't get control over their bowel and bladder habits until between three and five years of age. So I don't want to developmentally require something of them that they're not ready to do. And so, you know, we just are very matter-of-fact about it. It's not going backwards. It's not going to make everything that you've done so far just a complete failure. Sleep times are for pull-ups. 
And whatever happens in those sleep times will be addressed after. So either in the morning or after nap time. But we don't want to engage in nap time about potty because they know if they could get us back in there, if they can engage us, oh, they're going to try and use potty every sleep time <laughs> to get you back in. But I got a potty. They're playing on, on our fears as a parent. Right. right. Like, I mean, that happens so often. And so I, so let's, let's just start to put it on her radar. Mm-hmm. Let's start believing in her and letting mm. her know. That we know that she's going to get that poop in that potty. Be purposeful with those statements. Shrugs of your shoulder. Make sure that she just knows that she's going to do it. And she will. And that's what we have to let you know. So you need to hear another mom. Laura and I know. And we want you to know. So that you can very confidently let your child know that we're not worried. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey.